welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented by the aforementioned Zen Sports. Download the app. Plug in the promo code ATOZTN that you can see there if I just adjust my screen rather slightly. ATOZTN for up to $1,000 on your No Danger First Wager. And TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. No workout ever recycled or repeated at TrueMathFitness.com. All right, so there's a couple of uh, a couple of things from this weekend. The Pro Bowl obviously went down. Apparently, the NFC won. I didn't see a second of it. Randy Howard says, don't you dare get rid of 104.5. No, I'm not getting rid of 104.5, even though, um, although we are we are getting to a timeline where we probably need to, you know, hammer some things out real quick. But anyway, we don't have to talk about that here this evening. Uh, no, don't worry. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, we do need to talk about what Peyton Manning had to say about Derrick Henry and a potential Titans uh, return for King Henry at the Pro Bowl, given that Peyton was coaching the AFC team this year. Jim Wyatt, who is always dutifully everywhere and anywhere a Tennessee Titan thing needs to be reported on or covered. Jimmy is in Orlando or was in Orlando all week long for the Pro Bowl festivities and caught off with Peyton as a result. The question that I want to ask you is this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and on Twitch in the comment section, if you would be kind enough to do so, uh, what percentage chance do you give Derrick Henry returning to the Titans? Simple as that. What percentage chance would you put on it? Uh, One through 100, Derrick Henry making his return, being re-signed here in Tennessee. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that your Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by Two Rivers Ford quality American-made Ford vehicles, and award-winning customer service. Whatever you want, Two Rivers Ford has you covered. No matter how you like to shop, Two Rivers Ford has you covered. With uh, buying online, with shopping the old-fashioned way at the dealership, take it for a test drive for yourself. If you want to test drive your vehicle, they will bring a vehicle to you to test drive. And if you order yours online, if you custom order your next Ford, through two rivers the way that I did, they will deliver the thing to your door like an Amazon package. It's beautiful. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, what percentage chance would you put on? Uh, a lot of you going uh, just right on the fence 50%, 50%. Says Jose Manuel, uh, 40% for William Anderson, uh, 75% for Stevie on YouTube, 22%. Uh, says Sam Gomez on Facebook Live. 22 for number 22, at 2.22%. So square up. That's pretty low. Uh, Buck loves it when we vote 50. Well, I, I can't, it can't be an option and then you use it and then we get mad at you. So Puka, I'm, I'm going to forgive the 50 because, I mean, if you truly feel that it's a coin flip, then, I mean, a coin flip, is super optimistic, right? A 50% chance in this is a different kind of a discussion. Uh, Ty Kendrick says 100% chance Derrick Henry's coming back to the Titans. You can't guarantee, you can't do 100% and you can't do 0%. Those are the only percentages that I'll get mad at you for because there is no 100% chance of anything happening. Uh, There is no 0% chance of anything happening. It has to be somewhere between 0 and 100. Um, But I think that there is a lot of this stuff That excites Titans fans, and certainly you shouldn't give up on it. Jack Longley says 1%, so he's as pessimistic as humanly possible, and Ty Kendrick comes back with a 99.22. I like that. 
So uh, as well, what's your percentage, Buck? I'm going to get to it. Uh, give me a second. We'll get to it, Jimmy. Relax. Jimmy Chestnut sounds like a fake name, by the way. I hope it's your real name. It sounds like a, a Jimmy Chestnut sounds like uh, somebody out of Goodfellas. Either way, we don't have to get bogged down in that. So with uh, with Derrick Henry at 30 years old, having the level of usage, the usage rate that that man has had in eight years as a pro and before that in college and before that in high school, right? He's a running back. Running, Playing running back has never been less profitable in the modern day, in, in the NFL at any point. It has never been less beneficial to be a running back, even if you're like Derrick Henry at the top of your position group. And maybe if he's not the best running back in football anymore, he's nowhere below five, right? But he's 30, and that is a position that you don't pay the more that it produces. In fact, you ding them more often uh, contractually for a higher usage rate, for more production than you would any other position. You don't take money away from a pass rusher just because they've played more pass rush snaps or gotten more sacks. You do take money away from a running back when they get more carries, even though the touchdowns for Derrick Henry are still a thing, even though the usage, and it's not just running the football, right? Throwing touchdowns, king cap package, all that stuff, uh, has value as an asset moving forward, and he's clearly still got the ability to carry the football at a high level. Derek is different, but if you're an NFL team, he's already beat the odds. We've talked about this. You don't want to be the team that bets on him beating the odds a second time and then has to have the burden of, dead money if he doesn't if he doesn't come through the way that he has uh better than any other running back in the last I mean certainly in the last decade of football nobody's had the usage rate of Derek um in the last decade of football and really there's been few running backs in NFL history there's been precious few running backs in NFL history that have accomplished what he set out to accomplish so of course Derek Henry's future is a popular topic and the most recent time that Derek has given public comment would be this week at the Pro Bowl. So we played, uh, I, I don't think we played it on the primetime show. Jim Wyatt caught up with Derek. They asked him about a bunch of different questions about Brian Callahan and, you know, potentially it being the end and how he's enjoying the Pro Bowl and is he being recruited and all these different type of things. And so uh, Derek Henry speaking with Jim Wyatt, this is a, uh, we'll call it a compilation. Jimmy asked him a bunch of questions and spliced all the answers together. That's why you're going to see it jump frames a couple of times. It's always fun um, to be around uh, some of the elite and um, get to spend some time with them, get to know them, hang out, have fun, have these events, um, and also get to bring your family out here to experience this. I think it's uh, something special and fun that we can all be a part of, you know, because, you know, it doesn't last forever. So, you know, the older, the older you get, you realize that, um, the time is starting to get uh, a little more limited than, than when you were younger. And also just bringing your kids out here, uh, bringing your family out here, seeing other guys' families and, and meeting them. And then it's really just getting to know these guys for more than just football, you know them as a person and um, being able to have some memories and build relationships. I've gotten questions since I've been here. And it, and I told them, um, you know, uh, it, I see what happens. Um, I've been the Tennessee Titans um, my whole career. I love Tennessee. Um, that, that's all I've known. I love the fans. And uh, I'm first time being a free agent, so you got to see what happens. You know, 
leave, leave everything else up to God. Uh, yeah. I heard some good things about him. And uh, uh, yeah, it's an exciting time um, for the organization right now. And uh, you know, I wish everybody all, all the best. And uh, you know, wait to see what happens. But I've heard a lot of good things about Brian. I mean, any player who want to play for the, the organization that they started with their, their whole career, then that's a very unique, special situation for that to be able to happen. And um, like I said, uh, with the, the whole change, I don't, I don't know the, all the details of what they're thinking or the, the plan for the team and um, how they want to move forward uh, as an organization. But um, yeah, just got to wait and see what happens. And um, like I said, leave it up with God. I said Brian, but Freighton called him Cali. I yeah. know he said he wanted to be called Cali from what I've read. But um, yeah, he just said he's a great coach. He said that um, I would love him. and. He would, he would love me, and um, you know uh, it was good to hear you know that him and him and Peyton had a uh, special relationship. Cause I'm a young Peyton man, and I take that very serious. So you know, hopefully it gets back to him. I'm just enjoying um, every single moment, and then whenever it's time to make a decision, we'll do that. But right now, I'm just having fun and, and enjoying life right now. So that's Derrick Henry at the Pro Bowl. You're gonna hear what Peyton Manning had to say about him. Here in just a little bit, right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. No workout ever recycled or repeated. TrueMath has the best trainers, the best coaching staff, the best workout programs, whether it's group fitness classes, personal training, or just to sign up for a membership in their open gym and use it as you please. TrueMathFitness.com, where your first workout is is free as a Middle Tennessee resident. So there's Derrick Henry talking about Brian Callahan, talking about, you know, he's not really sure about the plan for the offense, this, that, and the other. And, you know, looking at looking at Derrick's numbers last season, it's really incredible. It's it's hard to have a, thousand, a quiet 1,000 yards rushing. He ran the ball 280 times. He had 111, excuse me, 1,167 carries. 12 touchdowns on the season. He's got 90 in his career um, to go along with just over 9,500 career rushing yards. 9,502 is what Derrick Henry has through these eight seasons. And that he did it behind this piss-poor Titans offensive line again after having the third best rushing output of his career in 2022 behind a shitty Titans offensive line in 2022. Derek's obviously still got a lot of tread. You've heard Brian Callahan talk about that before. We, I'm sure many of you, if not all of you, saw the clip or heard the clip that was making the rounds last week of, uh, of Brian Callahan talking on local radio about you would never say no to a player like that if the deal makes sense for both sides. And obviously, you know what he means to the city and this, that, and the other. So that's where Derek Henry is right now. Amar says Derek's going to get at least six to seven million a year minimum. So if you look at SpotTrack.com, and again, this is not the Bible. You should not take this as, this is, uh, this is not, uh, not, not the Bible. This is not gospel, right? You should not take this as gospel, uh, what his market valuation is on SpotTrack, but they are SpotTrack. I always mispronounce it one way or the other uh, in some form or fashion. But looking at SpotTrack, Derrick Henry's market valuation is a one-year deal worth uh, just over $4 million. One year, 4.394 is what Track currently values him at. He is making, on average, $12.5 million a year on his current contract. 
uh, if he was to if he was to make something like that, let me know if these names sound familiar to you at all. It would put him in the same ballpark as Cordell Patterson, who's 31, similar in age. He's on a two-year, $10.5 million deal. Jamal Williams is on a three-year, $12 million deal, so an average of four. Samaje Pirine and Zeke Elliott, one year, $3 million. Not all of that is guaranteed, though. So he'll get more than that, says MB. That's a bargain for Henry. I agree. I don't think that uh I don't think that uh um Derrick Henry is going to make I would be surprised if Derrick Henry made less than five million dollars on a total total value. Uh, I don't know about guaranteed money, but I would be surprised to see Derrick Henry um take a contract that was under five million dollars a year a year on average annual value. Now, um, my particular position is you, not, you, you, as the Tennessee Titans, should not pay more than $5 million a year to retain Derrick Henry, even though you have the second most cap space in football spending, I don't want to call it unnecessary because I know how much Derrick means here, but it's more of a luxury than a need. Derrick Henry at 30 years old. Derrick Henry is is still productive. It would be a good football decision to bring him back for the right price. But he is not, he's not a necessity anymore. You don't need Derrick Henry to survive. There are a lot of good emotional reasons to do it. There are a lot of good football reasons to do it. But as a necessity, Derrick is no longer that. Five million dollars, and and listen, you can you can do five million dollars fully guaranteed if you want to. You can uh, you can sign him to a two year, ten and a half million dollar deal, the way that Cordell Patterson just got right. And you can structure the guarantees. You can uh, give him more money up front on a two year deal to make him feel better about signing a two year deal. You can do a lot of different things with Derrick Henry um, that make sense for you. But the question is, does it make sense for Derrick? And that's what's at the that's what's at the crux of this. Uh, you just make an incentive base, says MB. You can do that, right? You, like the same way that you did with KB. So these there are a bunch of different salary cap, creative math ways to make this work. Which is why I'm not out on it. To put a percentage on it, I would say I give Derrick Henry a. I mean, I'm going to go under 50. I, I think if you're if you're putting up 31 other NFL franchises on the open market against the Titans, I'm going to pick the field every time. But I would give it a I would give it a thirty percent chance of being back, which honestly is way more optimistic than I would have been three months ago, two months ago. I think a thirty percent chance on Derrick Henry is still pretty optimistic about this. And I'm going to let Peyton Manning explain why there are plenty of good football reasons to do this here in just a second. Right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the great people at. Zen Sports. Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, get up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager. That promo code gets you in on all the action. It also allows you to play in the Zen Sports app and have your play in the Zen Sports app submitted for VIP consideration, where they have all kinds of cool comps, all kinds of awesome bonuses and prop bets for you to get involved on. Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN. Terms and conditions do apply. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. Must be 21 or up in Tennessee to bet. 
So Wyatt asked Peyton Manning about Derrick Henry and about Brian Callahan, because obviously Peyton is very familiar with Derrick and knows Brian Callahan well from their time in Denver together. And this is what Peyton Manning had to say as the coach of the AFC team at the Pro Bowl. I mean, look, Brian Callahan would love Derrick Henry yeah. and, and vice versa. I know there's obviously the business side of it that comes into play, and that's that's for Rand Carthon and, and staff to decide. But uh, I, Brian Callahan appreciates a good running game. His dad's coming over. His dad's the best line coach in the NFL. I, I know he appreciates a good back. So uh, it'd be a great place for Derrick to continue to play, in my opinion. So that is uh, Der- or excuse me, that is Peyton Manning talking about Derrick Henry um, and why he thinks that makes sense for Brian Callahan in this offense. We, we played the clip for you. It might still be in here. Brian Callahan talking about how important the run game was to the Titans offense, even though they are going to be focused on the most efficient way of moving the football, which is through the air. This was Brian Callahan at his introductory press conference. I think the, the, biggest, the biggest thing that, that we want to do to start is, is put the players we have in great position. Um, let them be able to find their roles, uh, define what those roles are for them, uh, and put them in, in the matchups that, they, that we feel are to our advantage. Um, that's a very broad, general uh, offensive philosophy, but um, that's sort of the starting point. Uh, we want to be great detail in the passing game, uh, r- route definition, route spacing. Um, want to be able to complete balls at a high percentage. Uh, that's, that's always going to be the goal. Um, the run game, we still want to be physical. Uh, don't, don't get that... Uh, don't get that part twisted. That's been part of the Titans' identity for a long time, and it will continue to be. Uh, we'll be a physical football team, uh, and we'll be able to, to to run the ball the way we need to to win football games. Um, but that's probably the best way I could say it without going too far in the weeds. So that's Brian Callahan speaking uh, a couple of weeks ago now at his introductory press conference. So uh, James McMillan says 60%. He wants to be here. Well... I don't know. He, you're, you're right. Here's the thing. He does, he does, he does love it here. And he likes, he's a very, um, comfort predicated person. What I mean by that is that, or maybe I should say that he is comforted by routine, that he is very comfortable in his routine, that he has all the things that he needs to go about how it is he needs to go about being Derrick Henry, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it, right? This is an organization that knows him. Every part of him, up and down, knows how to get him ready for game day, all of it. Derrick Henry is uh, is someone who has a lot of, one, pride in what he's been able to accomplish here, and I think, you know, at the core of it, he'd like to see it through, and two, he looks at this place as, you know, the organization that when he goes into the Hall of Fame, if he goes into the Hall of Fame, he's going to go in as a Titan, right? Uh, Donald uh, McRae says this is his happy hole. I don't know if that's how I would describe it. I'm not familiar with with the term <laughs> happy hole unless you're talking about something that you would see at a truck stop gas station. But either way. This is a very comfortable place for Derrick Henry to exist, and that matters. But what also matters to Derrick Henry is winning a Super Bowl. Um, And the Titans, listen, you can go from worst to first all the time in the NFL. It's a point that was made by Teresa Walker when we did the podcast with T on Friday. And the Texans are the latest example of this, right? Fourth place in the division, 
the year previous to first place and winning the division and winning a playoff game in the second season. Um, so you can go from worst to first, and the Titans are currently the worst uh, team in the division. There's no way for me to accurately predict how the Titans will finish in 2024 before the draft, before free agency starts. So I'm not even going to get into that. But right, let's just take it on face value right now. What the Titans are right now is the worst team in the AFC South. If Derek wants to win a Super Bowl, then Derek has to strongly consider that. Now, if Derek wants to win a Super Bowl, and March does not necessarily yield the kind of financial incentives that he's interested, whether it's he, interested in, whether it's here or somewhere else, then Derek can wait for everybody to fill out the roster. Derek Henry can let teams go through free agency, can let teams put together a draft class, can turn around this summer and be like, all right, I don't, I'm not really keen on going through training camp at 30 years old as a running back. Anyway, let me see who looks the best here. And by July, the Tennessee Titans could look a lot different than they do uh, on February the 4th. Our secondary could take a take a leap under Denard Wilson, says THC 323. Yeah, could. I don't give a shit about could, right? I don't, I don't, I, fantasy stuff. Um, just, you know, like we had somebody in here uh, last week saying, imagine if we fix the offensive line and we have a, a better, you know, a better situation for our quarterback and we get real wide receivers that can, open up these okay that all sounds great it's also not your current roster situation so like I don't I don't give a shit about our secondary could take a leap your secondary has yet to take a leap they are doing things to try and make sure that they can be better as a defense and things of that nature but right now it's all just it's all just talk it doesn't mean anything it doesn't shouldn't mean anything to you it doesn't mean anything to me until we see how it's implemented how it comes to pass in practices and preseason games and stuff like that. And we are months and months away for, from anything to that. So so spare me, you know, and I, I get what you're saying. Like, I don't want to be overly dismissive of it, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, spare me the, well, just imagine if we had this or that or this. Well, you don't have any of those things. Here's what you do have. You have an offensive-minded head coach. You have the best offensive line coach in football in Bill Callahan. You have some offensive linemen that might be salvageable. I don't know that MPF or, or Dylan Radens or, are going to get much better, but I know that they have the ability to be reclamation projects with the right coaching staff in place. And we'll see if this happens. So I'm just kind of like, I'm just, I'm just kind of pump the brakes on it with all the, uh, imagine this and promise Derek Henry that and give him this and all these different things. Sure. Like that's, that's great, but they haven't done anything. Uh, they haven't done anything just yet. Anyway. So uh, from that point, I think 30%, on Derrick Henry coming back is pretty optimistic. Um, we'll see how that changes over the course of the next couple of months. I'm sure there would be a lot of talk about Derrick Henry around the combine. I know there was a lot of talk about Derrick Henry. I know Derrick Henry was being recruited to the Pro Bowl by a lot of different players who were at the Pro Bowl. And I know that in Mobile, free agency talks were uh, ongoing, not just with the Titans and people that were down there, but with every team, right? Because all the agents are down there too, starting to get the negotiating uh, going, even though the legal tampering period doesn't come for several more months right now. I would just, I, I think I think it's okay to be optimistic, but I think it's better to be realistic about Derrick Henry's situation, and it would still be a bit of a stretch to see him back here, but there's always a chance. That's where we're at. All right, so let's, uh, let's um, 
keep it uh let's keep it going here with the backfield in mind so if Derek doesn't return let's just operate under that hypothetical hypothetical if he doesn't resign or he ends up somewhere else or whatever the case may be how would you fill out the Titans backfield around Tajay Spears we'll talk about it together on Facebook YouTube Twitter and Twitch how would you fill out the Titans backfield if Derek Henry doesn't Resign. I will tell you the my answer to that question right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com and get your dream address without the stress. The Intel Edge you need to succeed can be found at GaryAshton.com. So there was this graphic that was making the rounds today, courtesy of Pro Football Focus. It's the best landing spots for. Oh, I just realized you can't hear me when I'm out of the picture that way. Thank you, Bert, for letting me know. So um, (laughs) I was trying to, uh, you know, trying to clean this up so I'm not just floating hands here, but you get my point. Uh, (laughs) Kirk Cousins to the Falcons, Saquon to the Eagles, Derrick Henry to the Ravens, Josh Jacob to the Titans, Austin Eckler as a Cowboy, and the Texans signed Tony Pollard after the fact. So. Uh, wouldn't be mad if we got Zeke, says Tyg Smith. Oh, then you must not watch football because what the hell does that even mean? Tyg, <laughs> my my, bro- my brother in football, Christ, what are you talking about? Wouldn't be mad if the Titans got Zeke. Sir, have you seen Ezekiel Elliott play football in the year of our Lord, 2023? I, uh, I, I've invoked uh, the, the name of a higher power twice now, and I'm not even a religious person, but you get my point. No to Zeke Elliott. Zeke is 28 years old playing for $3 million a year in New England because nobody wants Zeke Elliott. Why the hell would you want Zeke Elliott? I'm so confused by that comment. Zeke sucks. So let's put that out of our mind and let's keep moving. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) Luke Corbett, I I haven't done it in a while. I love you, Ty, but come on. What are we talking about? What are we talking about, Zeke Elliott? Like, (laughs) I... That makes me want to scream <laughs> because that it it makes me realize sometimes. And again, I, I love you. Know this. This comes from a place of love. We're going to get better better together here tonight, okay? Uh, that makes me realize that there is nothing that I can say to that person that is going to convince him of his position being wrong because it's already a ridiculous thing to say. It's a completely laughable thing to say. It is out of it's out of this world. Zeke Elliott hasn't been a good football player in like three years. So, like, I know that I've already lost the battle right there. That's what makes me insane. When I know that I'm going to fight a losing battle anyway with a person who's not going to hear reason because they've come into the comment section with something completely batshit crazy like sign Zeke Elliott to the Titans. What? <sighs> okay, let's connect. <laughs> let's collect ourselves. Uh, namaste. All right, let's keep moving. Ty, again, I love you. We're getting better here. We're getting better. <laughs> so anyway, um, now Derek is different, but the idea of Bert and I were talking about this in the, in the pre-show discussion, Bert said, I wouldn't be mad with Josh Jacobs being a Titan. Um, and he's younger. He's a productive player. He's a power back to your, your three down 
do-it-all weapon that is Spears, and he's pro- he's going to be cheaper than Derrick Henry. So cheaper, younger, vet, and power guy to your Spears, it checks all the boxes that you need beside beyond having an, an offensive line that's worth a damn, right? But if you sign Josh Jacobs and let Derrick Henry walk, Titan, there is a contingent of Titans fans that will never forgive the franchise if they do that. If they do that. For no other reason than you are emotionally attached to Derrick Henry. And that's totally fair. Like, Derrick Henry is such an important figure, such an important sports figure in the history of this city and in the history of this state. So... I I get both sides. Like, from a practicality standpoint, Josh Jacobs is not a bad bad idea. Josh Jacobs in for Derrick Henry out is something you got to be prepared for a level of blowback, especially if it doesn't go exactly according to plan. Because the minute that Josh Jacobs is anything less than Derrick Henry, um, you know, the guy's going to get buried. You're going to look like clowns. And... It's not fair to Josh Jacobs. Now, I personally think he's a badass. I'm good with the idea of Josh Jacobs in a Tennessee Titans uniform next year. I'm also good with bringing back Derrick Henry on a cost-effective deal. But I think that my preference, my preference would be for a draft pick. I know you have a lot of different draft or a lot of different positions that you have to draft between wide receiver, lineman, corner you need a safety you could use some depth at linebacker your pass rush isn't very deep especially with Autry being an unrestricted free agent I don't really know what Arden key is all I know is Arden's pretty inconsistent so do I think Derrick Henry would take a a team-friendly deal says Max Max I I I want to be able to answer that question one way or the other for you but I truly don't know the answer to that because a part of me says yes Derrick loves it here Comfort matters to Derrick Henry. He's way more of an introvert than I think anybody would expect unless you've had like actual interactions with him. And that counts for something. But also, the money's going to be less here than it probably is in a lot of other places. Uh, The Titans are not a Super Bowl contender. Um, They're not even uh, right now. We'll see what happens by the time we get through free agency in the draft, but they shouldn't be viewed as a contender to even win their division. I I would pick at least the Texans and the Jags before I would pick the Titans in the AFC South, if you ask me today, right? And, and and I mean, I would it would be tough for me to not pick all three AFC South teams. Again, today, on February the 4th, before they've done the, the bulk of the legwork that's going to improve this team, um, not just hired a coach, I, I couldn't make the argument to pick the Titans any higher than fourth. But Derrick Henry is one of these running backs who's like out here saying, no, we need to pay us more, respect us more. I'm taking a stand on this. Now, Derrick was heading into a contract here and now is going to really have the opportunity to test this. But him and Saquon and um, a a lot of these other famous running backs who are scared of how quickly their value is diminishing and trying to, you know, take up for the betterment of the position as a whole. I don't know that Derek would take a team-friendly deal because he just took a stand saying, no, running backs deserve to be valued, value us. And Derek can actually stand on that. It's, it's. I mean, McCaffrey is coming off an incredible year, but that that Carolina McCaffrey contract was a nightmare. Zeke Elliott's deal was bad. Saquon Barkley, uh, there's a reason they won't pay him. 
Alvin Kamara hasn't paid dividends really on that contract. Like Derrick Henry is the only second cutting, uh, uh, second second contract running back that has paid off what what the money that was given to him, and he didn't even get top of market, right? McCaffrey, Kamara, I'm pretty sure Dalvin Cook, um, Zeke, they all made more money on their second deal than Derrick Henry did. Now Derrick also had to negotiate in a COVID situation, and that was bad, and all these different things, but, you know, I don't know that Derrick Henry, um, I don't know that Derrick Henry, yes, my phone is buzzing, Puka, I'm sorry, I'll move it away from my, my mic pack, I'm sorry if that's annoying you guys, um, I don't know if Derrick Henry is in a position to take a team-friendly deal ever, he just took a stand on behalf of all running backs and said, no, we we shouldn't take less, we're, we're you know, we deserve it, um, so we'll see what what happens uh this offseason jeff sawyer says it will cost the titans more money to sign jacobs than to re-sign henry you don't know that uh, there's there's zero indication of that in fact let's just let's just do a quick and again this is not this is not gospel it's just spot track and these are just estimations but if derrick henry is one one year 4.394 let me look up what spot track has as josh jacobs market valuation this offseason given that they're both free agents and Josh Jacobs as a former Alabama running back himself um, is considerably younger. He is going to be, uh, he is 25 years old right now. So um, yes, it would, it would cost you a bigger contract. You would be signing for more years. You would be signing uh, for, you would be signing a longer term deal. If you sign Josh Jacobs, one would think, but they're valuing they're valuing Josh Jacobs right now at four years, forty two point seven. That's an average annual value of ten point six. That's almost two million dollars less than what Derrick Henry made two years ago. So no, you're not signing Josh Jacobs for more than you signed Derrick Henry for. That's not like again the running back. That's why they're pissed about it. The running back money keeps going down. Josh Jacobs, there's no way that four years after Derrick Henry. Uh, agreed to a contract that Josh Jacobs should be making $2 million less. It's crazy, right? So I, I, there's a part of me that wants to say, yeah, I'm sure he would consider it. But there's also, in terms of putting a percentage on a team-friendly deal, I'd say total coin flip. I really, I really do think it's a total coin flip. I'll do a, a 50-50 proposition myself. So that's what it is. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Sunday Funday, we'll wrap things up with what's the best thing you saw on this Sunday. The best thing that I saw on this Sunday was from the Pro Bowl, ironically enough. I'm here with Zach Gangwer, the Gulf Coast region. Except I lied. That's the Senior Bowl, not the Pro Bowl. This is Spencer Rattler and Tom Pelissero. I'm here with Zach Gangwer, the Gulf Coast Regional Sales Leader for the Hershey Company, to present the MVP trophy. Spencer, congratulations on a great game today. And on behalf of the Reese's brand, we would like to present you with this year's Reese's Senior Bowl Award. Thank you so much. Spencer, congratulations. You didn't come out with the win on the field for your team, but you take this home. What does it mean to you? It means a lot. You know, we, we put in a lot of hard work this week. Uh, it's not just for me, it's for the American squad. Fought our butts off today and had a great week with the guys. You put together the best drive of the day. Tell me about that touchdown pass. Felt good, you know, got got the look we wanted. Uh, great receiver out wide. They play one-on-one. -on -one. I just put it up. He made a great play. What's this entire week in Mobile been like for you? It's been a blessing, you know, being around great coaches, uh, great people, just creating relationships with these guys that I've known coming up and competed against. So you got about three months or so up until the NFL draft. Takes me through the process. What are you going to be up to? 
uh, headed back home to train in Phoenix uh, at Exos and then with my quarterback coach and just take it step by step. Keep working. Have fun out here, man. Thank you. So that's Spencer Rattler. He was named the MVP of the Senior Bowl, concluded a fun Senior Bowl game between the American team and the national team. Four for four for, I think it was 67 yards and a touchdown with Spencer Rattler. Um, David Lee says, Buck, who is Henry's agent and who else does he represent? Oh, uh, Derek Henry's agent is one of the most powerful agents in sports. His name is Todd France. And also, so that's that's Derek's contract agent, Okay. There is, there is, Derrick Henry is a big enough superstar in the NFL that Derrick is represented by not just multiple people, but multiple agencies. Derrick Henry is both a CAA client, which is the most powerful uh, agency, uh, entertainment agency, uh, you know, script writing, Coca-Cola, every Super Bowl commercial you have ever seen is put together by CAA. Derrick is a CAA athlete and an athlete's first athlete. Todd France uh, is the athlete's first agent who uh, negotiates uh, negotiates his deals. Um, but the dude is an absolute dog. Who else does he represent? I'm sure you could uh, I'm sure you could pull up a, a list of clients. Josh Allen, Dak, Harold Landry is a, a Todd France um, uh, player. Guys like Fletcher Cox, Jameer Gibbs. Uh, on down, on down the list. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of high-level talent that is represented by uh, Todd France. He is one of the most powerful agents in the sport, and he is not a fun person to negotiate with, uh, based on my understanding. So, uh, Jacob Ray says his personality fits with Tennessee. I can see a big media market bothering him. Yeah, but does it bother him enough to want to go win a Super Bowl to play for the Cowboys or the Eagles or the Ravens or something like that? No, you get over. You only have to deal with uh, Derek. Derek is a big enough star. He only has to deal with media once a week. So once a week in a super controlled setting, Derek's Derek's longest press conference ever in eight years here was 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Now, that's twice a week that Derek Henry has to speak with us. So. You know, probably in total, Derek is talking for 15 minutes to the media on any given week in both of those settings, both post-game and uh, and at the podium on Thursdays is Derek Henry's day to speak. So, like, big media market shit, you can really, really, it's not as big a deal as I think you're making it. It certainly wouldn't sway. Um, it certainly wouldn't sway things. Uh, elsewhere. That's here. Doesn't mean he would be allowed to do that elsewhere. That's true, right? The PR staff here uh, handles Derrick Henry a certain way, but I'm certain that if Derrick Henry said, hey, this is the way that we're going to do things if I'm going to be here, what's the what's the team PR person going to say? No. <laughs> I think you're... Uh, listen, I wish we had that kind of power to force you know Derrick Henry to talk to us for longer and give us all these great answers and you know be honest with us every time uh, on any, any person that we talk to. But that's, again, that's not it's not really how this works. Um, so if Derrick Henry says, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do this this way, this is the way that I've always done it, then it's probably, shit, if I'm Todd France, I'm probably negotiating it into Derrick Henry's contract because when you're a big enough star, you can do that kind of stuff. Uh, all right, it's going to do it for us tonight. Fun primetime show. Looking forward to another week with you guys. Radio show from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. We'll talk about the big Tennessee win over Kentucky. Over the weekend, we'll talk about Derrick Henry and the Pro Bowl and the negotiations that are uh, already starting between Derrick Henry and the team. We'll talk about 
where Brian Callahan might fill out the rest of his staff. It's going to be a fun week. So hang out with us on the radio show at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. And if not, I'll catch you tomorrow night on the primetime show.